podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. On today's episode of this beautiful hump day Wednesday, I want to talk about disposing of those who make us feel disposable. We have all had feelings or attachment to people who somehow wiggled their way into our minds and into our hearts and made themselves a cozy room within our lives that somehow kept growing. But once they're there, they start slowly taking up more and more space by adverse possession, which is a legal term for when someone uses up a piece of land as their own for a long enough amount of time you know, or with the consent or lack of protest of the landowner, that it actually legally becomes theirs. We have all been there. We try our best to learn from prior mistakes of prior relationships or interactions with others, you know, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship, you know, and we build thicker skin and we shield our hearts. And then somehow again, someone seduces us into thinking that we can let those guards down. But they aren't who we thought they were, and they don't communicate with us in the way that we need to all the time. Or at least sometimes at first they do, but then they stop once they feel that they have us wrapped around their fingers and eating from the palm of their hands. It's not even a new thing. Anyone who watched Homeland knows that Nicholas Brody was a victim of that art of seduction by the terrorists who abducted him. And of course, there are different levels of it, like actual torture and violence in the case of Brody, or in the case of women who suffer from battered women's syndrome, where they are somehow unable to escape the mental slavery of wanting love from the man who hurts them the most. It's a strange phenomenon, isn't it? Someone doesn't treat us right, and it becomes a quest in our minds to win them over. Or somehow, you know, it's like you get fed filet mignon for a bit, only to later, you know, be receiving breadcrumbs. And then you keep coming back in hopes that today is filet mignon day. I'm here to tell you, fuck that. Sorry, mom. Sorry for cursing. Sorry to also any other prudes listening in. But it needs to be said in this way because it has to be powerful. You see, self-care means making some tough decisions. Like disposing of those who make us feel disposable if someone has communication issues and leaves you hanging when you never do that to them or you know you express exactly how you feel and they don't react in a validating or nurturing way that shows that they want to preserve your relationship and that they care about your feelings you know what abandon that ship there are billions of people in the world and there certainly is the right person for you who can mat who can match your intensity, who can love and and care for you and have the same level of open communication that you do. Someone who won't leave you wondering how they feel. Because if you have to wonder for any reason, then there's already something wrong. 
And of course, I also am someone who believes in following your heart and giving second and third chances even. I believe that you should make sure, you know, objectively, like take a look at yourself objectively and see whether you have expressed exactly how you truly feel or if you have also not communicated it very well. Because sometimes we feel like we have been forthcoming and clear when we really haven't been. And sometimes we expect people to be mind readers when they can't be. No one can. And sometimes we think someone else is the asshole when in reality we have been just as much of an asshole too. Or we have been self-absorbed or hypocritical. Like we expect the other person to ask what's wrong when their behavior is reflecting something being wrong with them. But we didn't bother to ask or, you know, sometimes we did ask, but when they respond that nothing is wrong, we take that at face value or we're intimidated or scared to push the issue because you think, well, they don't want to share and I shouldn't be that person, you know, that annoying person who pushes the issue. But if the situation was reversed, we would be expecting them to push the issue with us. When we say that we're fine, but we really aren't. You see what I'm saying? Because we're human and humans are complicated. I'm giving something a try. And I think you should too. Instead of being passive aggressive and coming from a place of ego, when faced with a situation where someone's attitude or behavior or lack of communication has upset you, say it as it is. For instance, I am mad at you. And when that person asks you why, tell them the truth. For instance, because you abandoned our conversation without saying anything. And I was there, wondering if it would continue. And I would have appreciated an update so that I too could get busy taking care of my to-do list and my obligations. Because although I enjoy nothing more than time spent with you, you know, talking or hanging out, whatever the situation is, you know... Not knowing whether we are going to be able to or not is an issue. I understand that you have other things to do, as do I. And I understand that we can't always talk and be together. But don't leave me hanging. Don't make me wonder. Don't stand me up. Because I am worth more than that. And then if after that nothing changes, that is when you know that you are disposable to that person. If they serve you with a, I'm sorry that you feel that way, and no change, or if they dismiss your feelings as if it's like an overreaction to nothing, without actually validating that it was okay for you to have those feelings no matter what, then it is self-care to end that relationship in whatever way you need to. If for you that means blocking them out of your life, deleting all the pictures you have together, deleting the contact from your phone, deleting any history that you have together, unfriending them on Facebook or Instagram, blocking them, deleting them from everything. Perhaps that's how it works. That's how you're going to get rid of that, you know, of that relationship and that codependence. But perhaps you are the kind of person with the school of thought that none of that is important and you're able to mentally block them without physical blocking, physically blocking them then do that. Do whatever works for you. But just remember that at first, that's going to shock your conscience, you know? It will make you uncomfortable. And you will, of course, feel a sense of defeat because you wanted that to continue. You wanted that to work and then it didn't. And now you're abandoning ship and you still have feelings for that person. And you, Even when you don't have real feelings, you have an attachment. You have, you know, maybe it's just a habit. But it will be followed by a feeling of empowerment. You will feel empowered that you took a step that was hard for you. But that is a step 
that you should only take when you actually know for sure or have a really good idea backed by hard evidence that someone truly feels that you're disposable. Make sure that you also aren't coming across as that, you know, that you aren't making the same mistakes that that person is making, you know. And for that, you have to step outside of yourself and be objective and be honest and realize that no one is a mind reader, including you. And then 99% of the time that we think we know, we really don't. People's attitudes are a lot less about us than we think. Everybody has their own shit going on. It's kind of like that example that I gave a long time ago about telling yourself a story when you can't find out the answer. Like when someone cuts you off in traffic, you will never know why. So why not, you know, because you have a choice. Why not like just tell yourself a story that they were on their way to the hospital so that you don't feel personally attacked or wronged by that, right? Well, unfortunately here, we do the exact opposite because here we could find out the answer. Unlike the person who cut you off in traffic, you actually have a relationship with the person who's pissing you off. But instead, we choose to tell ourselves a story that is actually the worst case scenario because we're so scared that the relationship will fail that we sabotage it. We are scared of rejection. We're so scared of being vulnerable that whenever we feel that we let our guard down, we feel bad about that, and the other person isn't acting 100% the way we want them to, we now tell ourselves that it's because they don't like us, they don't love us, that we were stupid to think that they did. We feel like it's rejection. But it is up to us to find out because we could ask, right? We could let them know how we feel. But we are so scared of our feelings, of coming across as weak or needy or clingy, uh, annoying. Instead, we assume. And we all know what happens when we assume, right? So don't. Let's go out there. And let's raise our vibrations by getting comfortable with our feelings and not judging them. Don't judge your feelings. Don't judge yourself for feeling the way you do. All feelings are valid and sometimes you will get a good perspective from sharing your feelings that will alter your feelings and fix the problem. So you have nothing to lose. You're going to learn something regardless. But listen... It's 88 degrees outside on this beautiful officially fall day of October 2nd, 2019. So I am going to go out there and I am going to catch some sunshine and go get comfortable with my feelings. So I invite you all to come join me. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and listening to me and for being a part of my journey. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it so it reaches the hearts and ears that need it most. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com, your follow on my Instagram page at highvibeadvocate, and as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday, and Happy New Year to all my Jewish friends.